Hey everybody, it's uh, Sunday the 29th of August. I'm going to get talked here a little bit about uh, Afghanistan and agriculture, kind of followed up tomorrow with a little bit more economic news that I think is going on and then um, uh, a little update on some other stuff. Uh, sorry about the little bit of delay here, but just had a lot of stuff going on, had things get in the way of doing this. Uh, try to get back and do these uh, podcasts on a more regular schedule. Now, let's talk about Afghanistan and agriculture and the fact that Biden is a senator. Um, most of his life, he's been a United States senator. It's a small club. There's only 100 people at a time that's a senator. The one thing about senators, they only run for election once every six years. And unless your state totally changes from, you know, blue to red or red to blue, or you get caught up in one of those big waves where, you know, um, like when Newt Gingrich took over the House or um, maybe when Barack Obama in, in 2010, uh, you know, the, the big surge, uh, you're, you stand a good chance of getting reelected. And, and the thing is, to do that it's a six-year term, you only really have to pay attention to the voters for about two years ahead of your reelection because that's about how long people's memories are. So that means the other four years, you can pretty much do whatever you want, get by with it, and still get reelected. Now, the other thing about senators, they deal with legislation. They deal with ideas. They don't deal with administering the stuff they pass. Uh, they have no administrative experience, and that's why most of the time, most presidents you'll see are governors because they've had administrative experience running their state versus senators. But Joe Biden is, I mean, he is the prototype for a United States senator. Now, whether you like that prototype or not, whether you, whether you like that model, doesn't matter. That's kind of what he is. I mean, Biden, Biden got elected from a very small state, Delaware. Uh, it's got a lot of union members. Biden was a big pro-union guy. He went, he got elected in 72. So that was off all the Richard Nixon stuff. Um, you know, the, and, and he was a very big union guy. He went to DC in 1973 and has been there ever since. And oh, by the way, it looks like he's done very well financially for himself and his family. Now, um, this, this Afghanistan thing in agriculture, and the reason I bring it up is we all know markets are cyclical. Uh, we, we all know markets, you know, they go up and then they go down and they go up. And, and a lot of times, you know, you got three-year cycles, you got, uh, you know, nine-year cycles, you got 27-year cycles. And then, you know, I, I know some people that there's some, some month cycles that's within that. And, you know, you got, you got all that stuff going on. And, and you got to remember, too, and, and I'll use a 27-year cycle as an example. It can a cycle can be off ten percent and still be on. Okay, it can go ten percent, kind of one way or another. So ten percent of twenty. So you basically, if you're within three years, you 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 hit the cycle. Okay, um, and and the last time we had a twenty seven year low in the commodity markets came in nineteen ninety nine, and that was late. Should have arrived in like ninety five ninety six. But when you got that 10% swag one way or another, you can still have the cycle. It can still go. So that means our next big 27-year low out there is in 2026. 
But our next three-year lows due in 2023, if you are counting off of 1999 as your point. So, um, well, and, and okay, 2023, you go back to the 2020 COVID lows. Okay, you see, you see where I'm coming from here, folks? Um, you see what's going on? You know, you had the kind of 20, you know, you had the 2019 lows in the grain markets, but that was more because of the Chinese trade situation. Uh, when you look at oil, when you look at gold, you look at silver, you, you know, and even the stock market went down, you know, in, in March of the pandemic year. So what breaks the market? You know, I, whether the high was was May of 2021 or the high is going to be in the spring of 2022, doesn't really matter. The cycles are pointing down after that, and we're going to have to be protected. And so a lot of people says, you know, what what's going to break this thing? Well, I don't think it's so important as to what breaks this thing as to... Um, how high we're going to go on a high if we haven't made the high yet, and then how low we go for the low off of that. And a lot of times the highs are higher than we think they should be, and the lows are always lower than we think they should be. But that's because the market overcorrects, because the best cure for high prices is high prices. The best cure for low prices is low prices. Now, the, the, back to the Biden administration. This is the second Jimmy Carter administration. This is the second term that Jimmy Carter did not get. Now, Jimmy Carter got elected in November 76. Um, His first year was 1977. But in 78 and 79, remember the Trattricades? Remember the American Agricultural Movement? Now, some of you are too young for that. Talk to your dad, talk to your grandpa. There there was like 3,000 farmers that drove the tractors to Washington, D.C., primarily to, to complain about low cattle and low wheat prices. But... You know, they, they were protested in D.C. by driving their tractors out there in 78, 79. So times weren't that good then. And we got a whole bunch of stuff out there besides Afghanistan. You know, you got African swine fever. You got, you know, China does something to Taiwan or in the South China Sea or something else like that goes on. You know, another debacle by the Biden administration, a market collapse, expenses are extremely high. I tell you, just going into church this morning, had a farmer talk to me about how high some of this used machinery was bringing on sales. Just, yeah, he was talking about a bat wing that is like three models removed from being a new bat wing and it was, and, and had been used for a lot and brought 12,000 bucks. But then go price steel, go price a new one, go find a new one. Uh, we got inflation out there, folks. Um, we got a lot of inflation out there. And, and now, I do have one friend, when I say another debacle by Biden, he's like, wait a minute. This stuff's by design because these people aren't this stupid. He said, we, we can say it's incompetence. We can say all this other stuff. But he said, they, they intentionally got out of Bagram before everything else for a reason. Now, whether it's chaos, whether it's to have another war on terror, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Uh, he just basically said that they're, they're not that stupid. They're not that dumb. They're doing a lot of this stuff, quote unquote, on purpose. And, and I just find it out today, which is what I always thought would be anyway, that we're going to continue to probably get some people out of Afghanistan after we get out of Africa. And what I mean we by the military and the and diplomatic, because we're going to buy them out. 
we got a whole bunch of the Afghanistan financial assets. And Afghanistan as a country is somewhat a failure. It's a narco state, really. I mean, they're, they're, they're probably the number one thing they can do to generate money is to, is to opium, poppy, you know, heroin. It's the drug trade. You know, now they're not going to let any of their people in their country do it, but boy, they'll sure sell it around the world. Um, and, and that's kind of, you know, they're, they're, they're probably going to be their big business is drugs. Um, so, you know, you look at these cycles, you look what's going on, you know that we're going to have something happen. So I think, as I told somebody, you don't know when, you don't know how high. And, and see, that's the other thing. If you get too short too early... And I'm going to talk about the movie The Big Short. And if you haven't seen the movie The Big Short, you need to see the movie The Big Short, just if nothing else for market timing. If you get too short in this market too early and we don't make the high until next spring and the highs are extremely high, it can blow you out of your positions or you continually buy call options as the market rallies and you continually throw money at it um, getting there. You know, there's going to be a point when this thing rolls over, and, and maybe it has rolled over. That's the other question you got to ask yourself. But, you know, once we get past this harvest, if we still have the demand, and, and who knows, the black swan event could happen before then, and it could be, all be over. But there's a point when, when we're going to have to take advantage of what the market is going to give us and ride that puppy down to whatever low gets ridden down to. Uh, and then probably watch it come back up and then really write it down into 26. Now, uh, back to Afghanistan a little bit. The, the current administration, this is their talking points. They're going to blame Trump. They're going to blame people for not getting out in April. They're going to blame tr- former Trump officials for an immigration agenda to not getting the, uh, the, the Afghanistan people that helped us out of there. Um, they're, they're, they're going to talk the domestic agenda. Nancy Pelosi is, is literally ignoring Afghanistan completely, and she's going for her huge tax and spend, you know, uh, personal infrastructure bill or human infrastructure bill, whatever you want to call it. It's just a huge expansion of the Johnson uh, great deal. Um, you know, it, the, the stimulus bill is too important to worry about Afghanistan. And then, and then the last thing they're going to say, well, if these people wanted to leave, they would have left already. Now, I think there's more bad stuff on the way, but you cannot redo the past. You can only move forward. Coulda, woulda, shoulda is not going to get anything done. What are you going to do now? What, and, and, and the thing is, without Bagram, without assets on the ground, it's going to be tough for us to, to go after, quote unquote, these people because we're going to be doing it from a long distance out. And it's n- nothing, nothing, nothing's better than human intel on the ground. But what Pakistanis, after we abandoned a whole bunch of them, are actually going to work with us, including the guys that are now up in the what is it, the Panjir Valley, and uh, some of those guys that that were probably old Northern Alliance guys that are that are you know going to have some resistance. I know the vice president of Afghanistan, um, supposedly he's up in there. Uh, Afghanistan is probably going to be in a civil war. And the fact that you've got all these foreign fighters that have probably moved out of Syria and Iraq and moved into Afghanistan now, you know, never, quote Bill Clinton, never let a crisis go to waste. Well, these guys are never going to let chaos not go to waste because that's what they're good at is chaos. Um, you know, terror attacks, 
Afghan civil war. Pakistan's heavily involved in this, by the way. Probably the biggest loser of this whole deal is India. But that's another story for another day. China wins. Russia, Russia, Russia kind of wins, but you got to remember, too, Russia's helping Uzbekistan and Turkmenistan to keep the radicals not only out of their countries, but out of Russia. Now, instability is not good for agricultural prices. It never has been. Um, and we probably got some more down days ahead of us with crazy stuff going on. Um, not, not, a, not, not, not a whole lot of good news here. Um, but, but, you know, and, and don't be surprised, even though we're going to throw a lot of money at the Taliban to, to get things we want done, to get people out, call, call, it, call it bribes, call it hostage payments, call it whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter. Uh, it's going to happen. Um, you know, the, the, the instability is not going to go away, and it's going to be there, and it's always going to be in the background of the market. And, you know, what, what, what the other countries, what the other terrorists, what the other people do while all this is going on, too. Um, nothing like a two-front war to weaken your opponent big time. Well, um, I wish I had better news. Um, Tomorrow I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, kind of going back to the future, what I think some of this is going on, what it pretends. The one thing I will say is people, especially in the United States, will give up their freedoms for security. We did it after 9-11. We've done it continually. We're going to give up more. I mean, people are giving up their freedoms over the virus for security. Now you could say, well, that makes sense because everything. I, I get it. I get it. I'm, I'm, you know, not going to argue one way or the other. It's just human beings by nature will give up freedoms for security. And when they give up freedoms, they generally you're you're probably going to buy less stuff. Um, and and just the general ag markets with with the COVID mass mandates and the lockdowns and everything kind of going on. You know, I, I think we're heading back into another time in agriculture when, you know, you're going to have trouble getting people showing up at packing plants to process animals. Um, you know, you're going to have disruptions in other places. And all this is not long-term positive for, for ag prices. Short-term, it could be one way or the other. It just depends. Um, and there's a lot of things going on in this grain market yet. I, you know, we could talk condition ratings. We could talk everything else that, you know, they're lower than other years when, when they say the yield's going to be higher. So who knows? We're going to find out here. Another four weeks, there'll be enough combines running. We're going to have a decent idea of what's going on. And by, as the usual, Columbus Day, we're going to know where we're at, which probably means, you know, we got one of those types of after harvest rallies, which we almost have every year, but not every year. Would not be surprised there's not some black swan events that happen between now and then. I think there's going to be a lot of information come out. But at the end of the day, don't completely believe all this is incompetence because there's some smart people running things. Um, and maybe events did just overtake them. Who knows? But I would tend to say that, that it's more by design than, than anything else. Um, and possibly it could have been, too, that we just wanted to have this big celebration. We got everybody out by 9-11. We're out of the country. We're done. And we didn't calculate that the Afghan army would fold up as fast as it folded up. 
But I think when the Afghan army seen us pull out of Bagram, they said, eh, that's it, we're out of here. And, I don't, and maybe we didn't plan on that. Who knows? 20 years from now, there'll be plenty of books. A, two, a year, two years from now, there'll be plenty of movies. And, um, you know, we'll just have to go on from there and, and see where this goes. And as people retire in the next four to five years, people will start writing memoirs and they'll start saying what they said when and where and who listened to them and who didn't. You know, but uh, on the other hand, too, a lot of people will try to clean up their own image on their own actions that it's something like this. Well, hey, it's a bad situation. It's it's not good, but I, it's just another little instability here for the ag markets that we really don't need this instability. We're coming up on a week here where, you know, lot, lots of potential for lots of crazy things to happen. Um, you know, New Orleans is going to be somewhat of a mess because of, you know, I mean, this is this is Hurricane Katrina again. Um you know, and we depend on that river to export a ton, I mean tons of grain. And so that 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 in and of itself could be negative in this market. Well, hey, to the smartest audience in agriculture, glad to be back here talking to you. Uh you folks all take care. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. And um here's to a great harvest for all of you. <laughs>